0: Hi, I'm Jamie, and I'm Charlotte, and this is Suspicious or Delicious.
1: We're your audio aunts from Aotearoa, serving up questionable food, weird history, and a bit of profanity on the side, so this podcast might not be suitable for ankle biters. Let's dig in. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm really good. I'm just gonna adjust while I'm sitting here. Hopefully everyone can still hear me okay. Um season three. Uh season six, episode three. Yes, that's correct. I really had to think about that for a second. Wait, what are we doing? again? I think you're going first this time, and I I'm am. super excited because we're still doing extinct foods. Extinct
0: foods, guys. Foods that once were. That are no longer.
1: Ugh, so sad. Okay. So sad. I like um, the
0: fact that we did a whole episode about funeral foods. And we were like, this is fine. But extinct foods were like, oh my god, it's
1: so sad. I know. And it honestly, like, even just, like, researching little bits of my episode, like, even the one that I'm going to be talking about, I was just like, oh, this just makes me feel depressed.
0: I'm so much... I'm so more attached to food than I am to people, clearly. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, this
1: really is telling me a few things. <laughs> about myself. Um, so, what are we talking about? I'm excited well, to dive in. Thousands of years ago, mm-hmm. early humans hunted
0: majestic woolly mammoths. Ooh, okay. And a lot has changed since then. Namely, that floof elephants are now extinct. Yep. But humans are still oddly interesting, interested, oddly interested. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. Uh, in obtaining an ice age snack, okay, a little, a little sneaky snack, a sneaky snack. Yes. Mm-hmm. 1901, Siberia. A male woolly mammoth is found in the ice, Ooh. so perfectly
1: preserved that it still has half-chewed grass in its mouth. Wow, that's amazing. In 1901, too, like so recent in the grand scheme of things, right?
0: Yeah. This mammoth's bones and skin go on display in St. Petersburg, but its flesh goes elsewhere. Oh. And that elsewhere is a mammoth banquet. What? Where distinguished guests tuck into mammoth steak, commenting that it's agreeable to the taste and not much tougher than some of the sirloin furnished by butchers of today. Wait, so they t- they ate it? Let's find out. In 1951, yes, the slow blinking is appropriate. That is oh. an appropriate response to this.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> Shocked slow blinking is correct.
1: Oh my god. Okay, carry on. In
0: 1951, the legendary Explorers Club puts on a fancy banquet in New York. Thrill-seeking members nommed slivers of mammoth meat found in the Aleutian Islands by Reverend Bernard Hubbard, a geologist nicknamed the Glacier Priest.
1: That's a fucking cool nickname. That
0: sounds like a name I would give my character in Diablo 3.
1: Yeah, that's how I was going to say. It sounds like a very, like, fantasy like an epic kind yes. of name for your character like he in like is a, a priest
0: that can like freeze people for 30 seconds glacier or something. the glacier priest that's epic he's got like a cool blue armor on yeah some kind of like cape tunic like thing it'd be great it'd be great uh the members were all very impressed and told anyone who had listened that they'd eaten an extinct mammal and can you blame them because frozen woolly mammoths can be so well preserved that they still have blood in their veins.
1: What the fuck? Their this meat is, blowing my is mind. still
0: dark red like Ice Age prime cuts in an Arctic sized supermarket freezer.
1: I'm so blown away that, before you go on, I'm so blown away that this meat has been frozen all this time. And these people were like, let's save the skin and the bones and send all of that to a museum. But, oh, wait, we're going to actually eat the flesh. Because novelty factor. Because then we can say we ate a mammoth. Yes. I... There is so much that is not okay about that, to me. (gasps) Well... Ethically, I'm just like, you are literally... Destroying probably one of the last remaining pieces of history. It's like if the pyramids of Egypt were edible, and people were just like, "Whoa, we've discovered this Egypt pyramid! Well, I and now mean, we're we going to nom
0: it." We did kind of go into those and steal
1: a and whole bunch of I shit. Know, so, I know, but I'm just like, <laughs> it's human behavior. Fuck! Like, what the fuck? And then in the 1950s, you said they ate some more. Yes. They slithered some more. What? Well, it had been frozen for fifty years. No, no, this is a different, a different mammoth. mammoth. What is with people finding these ancient prehistoric things and just being like, oh, just have a little slice here and there. No one will miss it. Like, who the fuck wants to eat meat that that's, that's that old anyway? Is it just being Rich like... people. Is it just like, uh this mammoth is so old, and I'm going to be able to say my grandchildren and my grandchildren's grandchildren will be like a granddaddy, dearest escaped mammoth. Like, is it like that? Is it like? I think so. This is because they insane. were all very rich people. Insane.
0: Anyway, both of those banquets turned out to be absolute bullshit.
1: Oh! <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> like
0: the banquets happened. But what they served was not woolly mammoth.
1: Okay.
0: Years later. Because <sighs> I was like... Like, oh, in the 90s. I'm gullible, man. You were so gullible. But, like, those are, those are delivered as fact, but they've been proven to not be fact. Okay, okay. Like, the people at the time thought they were eating mammoth. That's insane. But years later, in the 90s, oh. DNA analysis was performed on remnants of the Explorers Club banquet meat. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be green sea turtle. Oh. Oh no. An endangered animal, but not one that has been extinct for millions. Not millions, babe. Thousands. Like hundreds of thousands. They think that the last woolly mammoths only died out about four thousand years ago. They Are you were for real. Yeah, they thought they died out ten thousand years ago. But then they found an island that had been separated from everywhere else where a small population of very inbred mammoths had managed to survive.
1: Up to 4,000 years ago. Yeah, that's what they said. Surely not. Surely mammoths aren't, like, after...
0: They were around after the pyramids.
1: Fuck off. Yeah. No way. People hunted mammoths that blows my mind on the timeline of but also timelines get me confused sometimes so if i probably if i sat down and really thought about it i could probably make it make sense that yes they could have been around 4000 years ago but being like i know how much I a was blip on the radar like, 4, years ago was. I was
0: like when i saw that i was like no it's like 10000 years and a lot of things said 10000 years yeah but there were also things that said 4000 years for this one island Okay, right. So this looks like it was probably a... This was, like, one, like, the very last... Yes. Like, they got the known... separated, yeah. and they were, like, a single population situation. Right.
1: Okay, okay, okay,
0: okay. Um, Easy. But the the main population has been extinct for, like, 10,000 years. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm really hoping that it wasn't, like, an April Fool's joke now, and it's just been shared on so many different news sites that it looks real. Hope not. We'll find out. Mm. We'll find out. I'll check it later. <laughs> it's a great fun thing for now. Um, Where was I? Oh, yes. So it was Green Sea Turtle. Because the truth is that while we once hunted and ate woolly mammoth, mm. woolly mammoth that has been frozen for thousands of years is absolutely unpalatable and smells intolerably putrid, according to paleontologist mm. IP... Tolmokov's 1929 book, Transactions of the American Philosophical Society. Okay. The stench has also been compared to a badly kept stable blended with offal. Ooh, offal. Oh, it's not really fan. awful.
1: Not a fan, it really is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but why is that? And has anyone actually eaten frozen mammoth?
1: Mm.
0: Firstly... Mammoths were chonky boys with a good layer of fat. And if you freeze fat for a long bloody time, it turns into adiposea, which is a soap-like substance that also occurs in human bodies if they're left in cool, wet conditions. And in human bodies, it's nicknamed corpse wax or grave wax.
1: Ooh. Creepy, right? Ooh. I kind of love it. How was it spelt at a peak? Oh gosh, I've never even seen that word. Before. What the fuck? So- like, like soap? Like they, they soap said it's like soap. Because you know how
0: soap is made of like lanolin yes, and fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Apparently Crazy. it makes like a soap. So it's like hardened fat. Yes. Wow.
0: And usually freezing conditions inhibit the microbes that turn the fat into a but forensic expert Sherry forbes believes siberian temperatures fluctuated over tens of thousands of years giving the microbes a chance to do their work
1: mm, so it kind of like gave them ample amounts of time
0: well yeah it like gave it them an, it unfroze them just enough mm. that they could do it mm. and just in case you're wondering a has a cottage cheese
1: texture and a rancid smell Ew! I can't imagine it smelling Mm, good, delicious. I cannot imagine anything coming out of a body smelling good, especially something that's hardened like that. Mm, Bodies just just don't smell good. They do not. Cut open a body. I have cut open a body, smelt it. Not a human
0: body, but an animal body, and smelt it. It's
1: disgusting in there. It's like something that's constantly like thirty-one to thirty-two degrees inside you with food and poos. If you don't
0: open the intestines, it doesn't smell that bad. But if it's been dead, like, if it's been dead a few days, Mm. it's like bacteria city in there. Mm -hmm. It's not good. Bodies are fucking gross sometimes. Um, They're really
1: cool, but they're just gross. They're just gross.
0: (laughs) So, gross soap fat. First reason you don't want to eat a frozen mammoth. Okay. And then you know when you have meat in the freezer and you forget about it? Mm-hmm. And it goes kind of ice-crystally and yep, tough. Yep. And, like, grey. Yep. Well, that Winty. happens to mammoth meat as well. Mm. It's
1: definitely been in
0: the freezer for too long. Yeah, like,
1: freezer-burnt, kind of yes. textured-looking weird, like, spiky bits.
0: Yes. And Matt Hartings, a food chemist at American University says the formation of ice crystals pierces the muscle fibres of the meat. And this isn't a big deal while the meat is still frozen. Mm. But once it defrosts, it'll turn into goo.
1: Ooh, like goopy liquid. Like goopy
0: liquid. So
1: it's just like all of the textures in the muscle fibres mm-hmm. would have broken down, right? Uh-huh. And this goo situation has been
0: confirmed by some Russian paleontologists who tried to fry mammoth meat only to watch it melt into a smelly liquid.
1: Ooh, yuck. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's like it's been, it's past it. That's, it's been frozen for so long that it is no longer even. It's held together by ice. So the second you take that ice away, Uh the structure is gone.
0: Yeah, like let's all just take a moment to imagine putting something in a frying pan and watching it dissolve into smelly goo.
1: Yeah. Meat goo. It's like watching butter just, like, liquid down into, like, liquid. But meat meat goo. And you're just like, oh.
0: Rancid smelling meat goo. Oh, okay. Ugh! Gross. Uh, but yes, people have actually eaten it. Mm. In a recent woolly mammoth documentary titled Genesis 2.0, one expeditioner chews on raw mammoth meat. Oh, gross. (laughs) Russian zoologist Alexei Mm Tekanov once nibbled some mammoth and said it tasted awful. It tasted like meat left too long in the freezer. Doesn't surprise me. not surprisingly 10,000 years is officially too long to keep meat in the freezer.
1: I think it's like it would be like lackluster in everything. Yeah. it would have no texture. It would have no flavor. Well, it has left. a
0: gross. Oh, apparently it has a flavor, but it's bad. Really, it's a bad flavor. It would just be so stinky. It's just old, old, old tough muscle. meat. Yeah, like old, old meat, and apparently it's dark red and marbled with fat, and has been compared to horse meat. I've never eaten horse. So. Me neither. I'm ew. not tempted to. To ew. be fair, you, <laughs> you, um, and apparently. On some of these expeditions, chewing some raw mammoth meat is like a weird male provado rite of passage. And Ew. it's not uncommon. Male
1: passage. Like females can't do it?
0: Like Oh, what? I think females are too smart. Uh-huh. We're like, I'm not eating that. Yeah, okay. It's that like makes a, sense. it's like a macho thing being like, I'm not afraid I'm gonna chew some stinky mammoth.
1: Ew god men, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> but there's I couldn't find any records of women
1: eating it, so It's because we've got some brain. There we go. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Like I'm not saying that we're smarter. I'm just saying that I couldn't find any records of women eating frozen mammoths. It's okay, I'll say that we're smarter. Yeah
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a I'm shit. I'm married,
0: I have to walk a line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that he listens to the podcast, but if he did, he'd call me up on that. <laughs> it is what it is it is what it is <laughs> uh so curiosity may have killed the cat but between adipocere, microbes rot and sheer disgust frozen mammoth could most definitely kill you suspicious or
1: delicious jamie
0: I've got one more fact.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, God. Jumping the gun. I was getting excited because I'm like, I don't know what this is going to (laughs) be. So, fun fact. Mm -hmm. uh, Some Siberian
0: indigenous peoples feed their dogs frozen mammoths during tough times. And the dogs used by the expeditions have also chowed down on it. And they don't seem to mind the smell or
1: the texture. So, is there just an abundance of frozen 10,000-year-old mammoths somewhere on the planet? I don't are think it's an abundance. Animals. I think it's like if one shows up, if you live in like if you, the Siberian like if one defrost tundra, they're somewhere like, randomly. yeah, we'll feed it to the dog. Ah, okay. So if on the off chance a random... I feel like this must happen once every, like, hundred years someone finds a mammoth skeleton. I think, skeleton. like, 36... It's not a skeleton. I mean, like, the it's whole like shebang. Corpse. Yeah.
0: I think they found 36 in the last, like, hundred years or something
1: oh my god okay that's a lot more than i would have expected but yeah Um, i guess i can probably tell
0: you two seconds please hold Uh, caller. i'm not gonna be able to find it in my notes now no that's all right i did have a note on it Uh, where has it gone it is very interesting though just like
1: You know, like, they say, like, the fact that it's just so old that it's not even... I can't find it. It's not even, like, a mess anymore. It's just liquid.
0: (laughs) Once it defrosts, like, when you find it, you're like, this is some good-looking meat. It looks sweet as. Mm. But then when it fully defrosts, oh, it is... It's Chundertown.
1: It's like, no, no thanks. No, thank you. Not keen. Okay, you can now ask the question again. Okay, I jumped the gun. I just got a bit excited. Um, okay, so is mammoth going to be suspicious or delicious for you? That's
0: a suspicious for me, Charlotte, it's because a, I don't like fatty meat anyway, bleh. and soapy, stinky fatty meat is definitely
1: a no. Ew, so gross. Yeah, it's a big suspicious for me. I, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't touch meat that's, that's that old. Like, I just- I don't
0: want floofy elephant on bacteria my menu. and
1: shit all over. Um, no. absolutely
0: Absolutely not not. Mm -mm. big no from me it's a no it's a suspicious (laughs) it's not okay and we're gonna take a quick break so we'll see you in a second before we serve up our next food make sure you go and follow us on social you'll find us on instagram facebook and now TikTok, under the name suspicious or delicious just look for the logo with the pink jelly And while you're there, don't forget to rate, review, or subscribe. Because it'll make us really happy. And now on with the show.
1: Hello, hello, hello. And we're back. We are. And uh, that whole thing about mammoths was purely disgusting. You're welcome. 100% gross. I, I just don't know. I don't know why. I just feel, like, weirded out that people think it's okay to eat frozen meat that's been frozen for, like, thousands of years. Yeah, just people strange. are pretty messed up. Yeah, mm. I'm super strange. Like, it's just odd to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Speaking of extinct meat, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to be talking to you today about some extinct fish. Ugh. So three different species of extinct okay. fish. All right. Um, And all of them are from the United States. Okay, alright, which I found just hilarious, like, just, capitalism country. (laughs) I just, honestly, when I was doing my research, I was like, what the fuck? You're telling me every single one of these extinct fish are from the United States? Like, what a dick. What the? (laughs) What? There's gotta be some kind of mistake. So... I did that um I did that episode on white bait a while back for our Kiwiana foods yes. and honestly it was probably one of the most fun to research episodes that I've done. So naturally I've picked a few extinct fish to chat about, which all happen to be from Capitalist Obsessed United States. LOL! So the first one
0: <laughs> The first one is so, I would like <laughs> to see a graph that is a link from your research between capitalism and fish extinction I know. like a little line graph <laughs> i know and i just
1: i feel like is it correlation or causation i mean only science will tell it's the big question so the first fish i want to talk to you about is called the hair lip sucker <laughs> what? and yes before you ask it had a slight beak with its upper lip and then its bottom lip was divided into two distinct pieces, so it had almost two bottom lips that were stuck together. Oh, I
0: was gonna ask if it had like a tiny moustache.
1: No. No. <laughs> no. Not that kind of hair look. No, exactly. Oh. And so at, I at first I couldn't find a whole heap about the wee fish. Um, but then I started looking a little bit deeper and I was like a little bit deeper and I was like a little like, bit deeper.
0: Ooh. I see your ocean pun there. Yeah.
1: So um it was last seen in the late 19th century, and the first specimen of this seven-inch long fish. It's not as big as a passenger pigeon. No, it's not. Um, but it's still a decent-sized fish. It's still decent-sized. It was native to the rushing freshwater streams of the southeastern US. And it was caught in 1859. That's the first time anyone ever saw this fish. And then it was actually described and, like, put in as a species 20 years later. But by then... That took a while. But by then it was already starting to go extinct. (laughs)
0: Like, did someone lose that piece of filing? (laughs) And then later they were like, oh, shit, I forgot to put this in. Like, someone came up and they're like, "Whatever happened to that one fish? I don't know. And they're like, oh... Uh, it's on my schedule for tomorrow, and they're like 20 years later,
1: yeah, exactly. really. Like 20 years later, it's actually like described as like a fish that exists. But by then, the hair sucker was already nearly extinct, doomed by the relentless in- um, intrusion of silt. So, oh. like, silt was starting to come into the waterways, waterways. Where it lived. Um, and it's yeah, it's pristine waters and. The whole habitat muddied, muddied drains. Yeah, exactly. By humans. Of course. Um, in the 19th and early 20th centuries, there was no regulations on deforestation, which we, you and I have talked about that before, about how, yeah. like, obviously with passenger pigeon and stuff, there was just no rules around what you could or couldn't, couldn't do. Um, and so the same with like deforestation and cultivation. And this actually caused the habitat of the hair-lip sucker to become very. Silty, so this this affected their feeding um, because they fed by sight. So they saw their, oh, they saw the okay. So they weren't like smelling or anything. No, um, and it also killed the mollusks and the crustaceans which were their primary prey. So eventually, I mean, sorry, essentially, these fish actually starved to death. Oh, God. Because they couldn't, they starved themselves into extinction. Well, they didn't starve themselves. They were starved by the situation.
0: Exactly. So they were like, I'm protesting, I'm not going to eat
1: until this problem is solved. I'm going on a hunger strike. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's quite what happened. No, so they've kind of they kind of starved, and no one has actually seen a helip sucker Aww. alive since eighteen ninety three. Poor little guy. I know. So stink. Aww. So uh, that's no. It's pic- not stink. It's a helip sucker. Yeah, it's a helip sucker. So you are such a. You're, I'm sorry. You're so your husband's wife. <laughs> like, never in my life do I get the most. Terrible dad jokes. Just every... uh, It's honestly like, I'm just so used to it that most of the time I just roll my eyes and carry on doing what I'm doing. You don't even acknowledge it anymore. You're like, I'm not... I'm just not engaging. I'm not gratifying that. Yeah, I don't engage with response deliberately. Because I'm just like, if I don't engage he can't go did you get that (laughs) like do you know what i mean like he can't like bounce off me laughing or anything
0: (laughs) i'm gonna tell him that you made that face when impersonating him
1: no don't
0: How oh, dare you me. say that to
1: our husband? <laughs> <laughs> um. So the next fish is called the Takopa Pupfish. Oh, it's so cool. And I know, and this one made me so sad. I got teary eyes oh. and I ran out to tell Logan about oh. it because it was so sad. So not only exotic bacteria thrive in conditions that humans would find hostile to life, so we're diving right the fuck in. Okay. Witness the very extinct Tacopa pupfish. This tiny little blue fish that you can see right in front of you. We're going to put it on the Instagram. It swam in the hot springs of California's Mojave Desert. I've been there! An average water temperature of about 45 degrees Celsius, 43 degrees Celsius, or 110 yeah, Fahrenheit. it's fucking hot there. These adorable little pupfish were small plump looking fish that could survive half um, harsh environmental conditions. However, like many wonderful things, It couldn't survive human encroachment. The age-old story. I'm sensing a theme here. I'm sensing
0: this is going (laughs) to be a season of just, like, us ragging on our own species. I
1: know.
0: (laughs) Sorry, guys. If you're not into that, we suggest the uh, jelly season. It's very light. Yeah, season
1: one. Uh, Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's a a popular one. Very positive. Very positive. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Not like this one, which is far more scientific and far less
1: optimistic. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the opposite of optimistic, for sure. Um, But the introduction of non-native species, agriculture, and water pollution all contributed to the extinction of the pupfish. And a health fad in the 1950s and 60s led to the construction Mm -hmm. of bathhouses in the vicinity of the hot springs where these fish live and, well, lived, and the springs themselves were artificially enlarged and diverted the pupfish died off in the 70s because yep. these hot springs became developed for bathing and changed the flow of the hot springs. Um, the water temperatures changed and introduced non-native species by merging it with other springs. Yeah. The last Dacopa pupfish was caught in early 1970. And there have been no Aww. confirmed signings since. I want to see the picture. Oh, wait! Oh, he's got a cute little,
0: little see-through tail. So that's and... a
1: male. Aww. So the males have a beautiful. The males had a blue, like, patch on them, mm-hmm. and then the ladies were a little bit more grey with, I think, a little stripe, like a little faint Aww. black stripe or something on them. He's so little. I know, and I'm just like people just wanted to go bathing in the hot springs. Just for
0: reference, we're looking at a photo of this fish on someone's hand, and it's the length, it's the width of, if you hold up two of your fingers together, it's the width of your fingers across. So it's literally maybe four or five centimeters.
1: It's It's so tiny and cute. And it's called a pop fish. It's called a pop fish fish i know it got me so sad i was like these people literally ruined its habitat just so that they could go bathing for money 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 like it would have just developed and made bigger it
0: was like that zizek's road asshole who built a health spa and it was all actually illegal and he didn't actually have consent and it was this whole big thing yeah it wouldn't surprise me and now it's like a creepy empty research center which occasionally has some people in it
1: Ew. I went there and I wandered around and it was very creepy. Anyway, the Takopa pupfish is a bit sad. Yeah. Um. And then the last little fishy fish I wanted to talk about is the yellowfin cutthroat uh, trout. The yellowfin cutthroat trout. Yeah. Reading about this huh. big-ass trout immediately made me think of the film Big Fish. Oh, and that's Ewan a Ewan McGregor. cute movie. Yeah. And I Ewan McGregor's actually... trying to fish up that giant beast. I actually only watched that for the first time this year. I only showed Logan Last year, end of last year, he watched Big Fish for the first time. I just cannot believe so many people have not seen it. It was very sweet. Significant people in my life. If you have not seen the film Big Fish with Ewan McGregor, please go and watch it. It is so sweet and wholesome and gorgeous. It's very sweet. There's some fantasy elements to it. Yeah, it's a lovely movie. It's got this beautiful underlying message, and it's just so aesthetically pleasing it's like up there with kind of like how pretty things are like wes anderson and like it's a beautiful looking it is and it's just so fucking cute and wholesome so please go watch it there's also if you obviously the title is a giveaway but there's a big ass fish in the film big fish so anyway the yellowfin cutthroat trout is a subspecies of cutthroat trout and named after its distinct red colour under its jaw. So it's got, like, this red kind of slit. um, So it's not that it goes around robbing people at knife point? No. No, it's not. It's actually got, like, a bit of a red line under its jaw. It's a big-ass trout, 10 pounds. Okay. And has bright yellow fins, and it's got, like, silvery olive skin on the sides. And it was first seen in the Twin Lakes area of Colorado during the late 19th century. Unfortunately... As all, the yellowfin cutthroat trout was doomed by the introduction of the more fertile rainbow trout around 1903 onward. So this trout actually uh, was living in the Twin Lakes area and I believe I'm gonna probably get like in trouble for this, but there's it's literally some sort of um, volcanic or like actual natural disaster years and years and years and years and years, and years ago fell and like or like made the earth change and split this large area of water into two so there's two actual lakes and they are right next to each other oh yeah okay and so this the species within this big ass lake would have suddenly gone from split all and then here, developed and then, separately, and then they would have evolved and developed oh, how in their interesting own. Interesting like, that yeah. even though they're next to each other, different fish developed different fish in, in each different one. areas. Exactly, and so the rainbow trout were introduced, and they started breeding with other trout and making new species, I guess, like subspecies again, and eventually the yellowfin cutthroat trout just oh it just died out. See, I thought that.
0: By the introduction of the more fertile rainbow trout, I thought you meant that the rainbow trout just bred and bred and bred until mm. the cutthroat trout couldn't compete with them anymore.
1: I mean that might have happened. I mean we weren't in the water with them, you know, like that. A little bit of that might have happened. Because I know happened, that but... that's
0: happened. Like that's kind of what happens with our native skinks: yes. is that the rainbow skink moves in, yeah, outcompetes them
1: for food and stuff, yeah, and then the other ones die off, yeah. So these, I think, rainbow trout are, yeah, they have more eggs, faster, yeah, and um, they just, bre- I know that they bred with other fish oh, and created other, other species, yeah, and eventually, eventually, they they also would have been fished and eaten, yeah, so it would have just been a mixture of everything happening naturally and like, they they would have just died. Oh, um, so fun fact for you. A fish that was once... do Have you ever heard of a coelacanth? I have. Okay, great. So you've heard of a coelacanth, but just in case anyone else hasn't, um, completely separate, but a fish that was once thought extinct was found again. Woo! It's called a coelacanth, and I think they are honestly the cutest things ever. They are around in the West Indian Ocean, very specific part of the ocean, very deep. And they live in, like darker areas so you can find them in like sea caves and stuff and they are a critically endangered species they're very very primitive looking they've got these little fins that sit on the ground yes they're quite cute and they yeah they honestly look like something between a fish and whatever crawled out of the water onto land first during evolution they're like a not quite a fish. And not quite, quite a land-dwelling mammal thing. Yeah, they're like a weird little thing in between. And they're basically swimming dinosaurs. And the oldest known coelacanth fossil has been found over 410 million years old. So these fish are old as fuck. Yes. And they're actually relatively unchanged. Because so they they're kind haven't of like had a to adapt. Yep, they haven't had to adapt. Or a Norwegian stank shark. Or a Komodo dragon. Or a Komodo dragon. They're re- All badass animals. They basically look and act exactly the same as they did when dinosaurs were on land and shit. That's cool. And they're really interesting. I've seen a couple of documentaries on them, but the fins that they have that sit on the ground... Move them so they yes, can actually they like, push themselves, they like scooch along. Yeah, so they can actually push themselves along the bottom of the caves that they live in, and watching them move is it's mesmerizing because you just watch them, and of course they can swim like a normal fish, but you look at them and you just go, "Holy fuck!" Look like if I didn't scoocher. believe evolution was a thing, this fish will convince you. Yeah. Like this fish will convince you that. Things evolve and change, and like, apart from this fish because it stayed the same for like,
0: it's like, look, I've gotten as far as I need to go. I'm perfect. I love myself, and I don't need to change for no one. I don't need to change for nobody. I am good. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Snapping its little fins. Snap
1: its fins. Boom. I want a sealicant gif that's like, it's snapping its little fins, just being like, I'm Uh good. I'm good. Self
0: love. I'm good. I got it.
1: I'm I got good. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, honestly the little visuals we give ourselves oh. to get through is just gives me life. Um so suspicious or delicious for those three fish? Like a well, the the
0: pupfish was so tiny. Mm-hmm. I would not eat that.
1: Definitely it's, suspicious. Seems,
0: yeah. Anything that I look at, I'm like, it seems like I'd spend more energy catching it and preparing it than I would get from eating it.
1: Yeah, it's like you get like a fingernail fish fillet from
0: yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's the same reason I don't eat white, bay. I'm like, it's a baby. Mm-hmm. It's so
1: small. Yeah, and what about the uh, trout?
0: The trout, if it was still plentiful, I would eat the trout, because trout's quite tasty, right? Mm-hmm. And
1: what about the sucker? Uh...
0: I'm still imagining it with, like, a tiny, um, like, dirty 1920s
1: moustache <laughs> <laughs> on its whole hair lip. I think the hair lip sucker and the trout would be delicious. They look okay. just, they're big, they just look like a regular fish. I don't know, fish. like,
0: what kind of fish the hair lip sucker kind of, like, goes in what, like... Because, so like, have... fish taste very different, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think a snapper and... A
1: tastes very different. Mm, they do, they do. Um, I think the first and this and the third fish would be a delicious. I think the second, um, I would not. I would not eat a little pupfish. I think yeah. that would be a bit fucking and, weird. And like
0: how hot would you have to cook that if it's so swimming dying. around in 43 degree water? So
1: why are you fishing in water that's 43 degrees? That's like to are, you it's some gonna be, are you
0: thinking I think it's going to be pre-cooked. Like Ew. it's fast food. Ew. no, like, so gross. <laughs> not okay. <laughs> There's just a lot more questions I've got about that situation. Absolutely
1: not okay. So yeah, no, I would I would not eat that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fair um thank you so much for listening i hope that was interesting uh mammoths and extinct fish interesting little combo we had there yep
0: yep if you're wanting a giggle after that somewhat serious episode feel free to go back to deadly foods hilariously named foods or jelly they're all quite funny uh seasons it's a little bit more lighthearted. a little bit eh? more lighthearted than this uh more serious topic but hey we're gonna keep things interesting and different yeah yeah and sustainability guys look after the planet woo otherwise we'll have no fish or anything else (laughs) uh shameless plug shameless plug Rate, review and subscribe on your streaming platform of choice you can now do this on spotify as well as apple Podcasts. you can also review us on facebook and every time you do we do a little butt dance and like a white gold twerking motion and it makes us really happy it does and share with your friends your neighbors the guy next to you on the bus and people that you don't like so you want them to be listening to a podcast instead of talking to you
1: okay thank you so much bye Bye.